Good morning. Welcome to Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake, exploring ways to live our lives more fully in this wonderful world. We welcome your calls and thoughts at 242-7800. Conversations with Friends is brought to you on KAOI by Unity of Maui, where the heart is at home. Now, here's your host, Mary Omwake. Wow, it's good to be back. And my co-host, Jim Jacobson. Jim, thanks for covering for me last week. And it the week was before. my pleasure. I'm, I'm glad you look great. I feel great. Yeah, uh, you know, a very attractive color. This is radio. but you're This is radio, and I'm as hot a... pink as you can be hot pink, you know. Then Sunday, we were all so bright blues and corals. I, I walked into the church, and of course, it was such a wonderful weekend, the Season for Peace and Nonviolence event at Queen Ka'amano Center. Mm. And for those listening who wonder about that, it's the Gandhi King Season for Peace and Nonviolence violence and it's an invitation for all of us to be the peace that we want to see in the world mm-hmm. and you know all of us are for peace but it's it's the moment by moment response that we have to the traffic and to the uh, teller at the bank and to the person in front of you at the line at the supermarket I went in there at six o'clock this morning and don't know what it was but I was only the third one in line Jim and it took 12 minutes for me to get up <laughs> I was going, okay, Holy Spirit, help me, because today's day is mindfulness. Help me to stay mindful. And what we encourage people to do is each day is to take an aspect of peace and mindfulness, being aware mm-hmm. that you're around people, that your your little sighs, you're rolling your eyes, or you know those universal gestures that mm-hmm. aren't so loving, really impact the vibrational field. They, they definitely have an impact. You can feel it when you when you let go a little bit. You can feel how it, you can kind of start crescendoing downward. Yes, and if we could see how energy mindful. works, mm-hmm. that when we appreciate, and tomorrow's word is graciousness, when we're graceful or gracious, or we treat each thing with understanding. Or we pause and you know we we speak from kindness we we create an opportunity for another kind of energy to go forth and we don't know how many down the roads it, it lasts but maybe you just vent a little bit on somebody and then they get vent a little bit on somebody and maybe that's the breaking point somebody walks in and there's her child there three or four people down the chain from you Mm -hmm. and there's that innocent child and maybe that mother or father vents on that child and and we could have stopped it we forget that we could have stopped it Mm -hmm. you know we think i was just letting it go and this is just so important for us to know that we are all connected we are it's such a good time on the planet and it sets up our special guest today our first guest is krista morf we're going to be speaking with krista morf uh, a little bit in in the first part of our program on the practice of nonviolent communication, which is a fascinating thing. She's doing a workshop again at Unity, and she does this, oh, a couple times a year, and it's a, it's a right. fascinating program. We've had over 200 people go through it. And, you know, learning to disagree um, with love mm-hmm. is so important. Yeah. And learning to use words that bring life. And this yeah. has been a total having to transform just my pattern of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Krista is just, uh, she's been trained by the man who developed it, yeah. Marshall Rosenberg. Yeah. And uh, is she, can we get her on the well, line? Before we get her on the line, oh. I have something for you. Oh. Something that we've been trying to do on the radio okay. for a All while, right. but you've, right. been out, you've been gone I've been or gone. I've been gone. Okay. So All we right. have a present for you. Mary. You have a present for me <laughs> on radio. Now, how do you get someone a present Well, because on radio? we can't keep doing this. You oh, know, this no. is from, on behalf of the board of directors of, of Unity. 
Do you know what this is? She's squinting it's at it. It's an apple. It's an apple. It's an apple iPod. No. Yes. Yeah, so oh, my Mary grandson will be no, so no, cool because no, no, our th- program is iPod. Well, this is exactly. Our program, Conversations with Friends, is I, is a podcast, and we oh have thousands of people goodness. all over the world who listen to us. So when you were away in Los Angeles, yes. uh, Molly and I went over to your house, and we went onto your computer, and we downloaded some stuff, so it's all set to work with your computer. It's all set. Oh, You're like, I knew someone had been on my so computer. <laughs> That's so wild. Now, we're going to also be down iPodding our Sunday service very soon. Absolutely. And so everyone can around the world, we can join our, make mm-hmm. our congregation much bigger, and uh, we'll have... Um, well, the vibration on Maui is so sacred. Mm-hmm. What we were brought to, those of us who came from the mainland, have been invited into one of the most sacred vibrations on the planet. And mm-hmm. you and I travel the world. So it's not just beautiful. There are so many beautiful places. But there is aloha. And it's mm-hmm. just, uh, and it's something that we, at least me, I had to transform a lot of my make it happen, get it done kind of type A personality mm-hmm. to begin to catch the currents mm-hmm. of peace and mm-hmm. the currents of love. And um, this whole island we vision would one day be the mm-hmm. peace capital of the planet, that mm-hmm. people would come here, as so many great teachers have already, mm-hmm. you know, that, that Ram Dass would choose to make this his home. Right. And, and so many wonderful vibrational teachers that come. But that people will come, and, and the children here, learning how to be together on a planet that's mm-hmm. very small when you think about it. it so I'm thrilled with this, and, and we, we feel aloha and sharing this vibration of love is, is what we're all here to do. And we're going to talk to a woman who has some real practical ways because everybody's intention, I believe, is to be kind. Mm-hmm. But some of us are just really unskilled. So would you introduce our guest? Because I I, I, this will change their life. Krista, you're with us? Yes, I am. Hello. How are you? Doing very well. Thank you, Tim. I, we were just commenting that this is a workshop that you do a couple times a year. How many? When's the last time you did this at Unity? You don't. I think it was in in somewhere in the spring uh, in the summer. In the summer, it's such a powerful workshop, and you've been you've been a, a student of this uh, teaching, which was originated by Marshall Rosenberg. Yeah. Uh, for how many years now? Oh, we are in two thousand seven, so I can say for eighteen years. Eighteen <laughs> years, that's fantastic. And how do you summarize what nonviolent communication is all about? It's about being able to uh, go from just mere speaking from a place of thinking to a place of thinking plus heart feeling and and looking and seeing with our brain and feeling with our heart the connection of the two make this language nonviolent does does that imply that that people um most of the time say things in in a to use that terminology a violent manner it means that people are coming from a place of thinking about right. uh, things, having strong feelings, but not being able to express them, mm-hmm. and therefore look for ways to use uh, language as a way of expressing it, either diplomatically or violently. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not very much, I mean, it's different for the one who is receiving, mm-hmm. but the intention is to not revealing what's really going on for me, because I'm afraid I can't handle what's happening when I say my truth. You know, that's really what is, is, is happening. So people have learned to be either nice or diplomatic mm-hmm. or blunt. Mm-hmm. And these are the three options we have. <laughs> and none of it is, which is very, very important for this work, is uh, to really be in touch 
with what is alive in us. So let, let's do a little, a little sample or a little teaser of, of, yeah. of, of how something is said using nonviolent communications parlance versus uh, the, either the diplomatic or the blunt parlance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, the, the diplomatic way would be a situation where somebody does something that I don't like. Now, the diplomatic way would be, I think there would be other ways of doing that. I'm sure you could do that differently, you know? Right. I'm still not uh, saying anything about me or anything about the other person. I go straight to the uh, solution. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or the blunt way is, I don't like what you're doing. And uh, the nice way is, oh, um, uh, uh, sort of not being quite honest about it, but saying, you know, I, I'm not sure whether that's going to work. You get what I mean. Mm-hmm. So the the nonviolent communication is first, before I open my mouth, I'm realizing, oh, oh, I, whatever is happening, let's make up a situation. Somebody is um, uh, speaking in a way that I don't like. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, first of all, to that person, if I can, after having uh, reflected on it, I say, what was the word or the sentence that really stimulate something in me. And then I say, I would say, I would either quote or say what, what the word was. When you, when you use language like um, dumb, and that's uh, the word dumb was right. the word that stimulated me. I'm really feeling kind of hurt and uh, also helpless because I'd like to see people connect in ways that I have respect for each other. Even though I may disagree, I need some kind of respect. So would you be willing to tell me what was, as you described, dumb? What didn't you like about I or that other person was doing? So the fir- the first part of it is 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 coming at it from where you're from where you are. I need people to talk to me with respect. Yeah. Well, actually, one of the things you taught me, Krista, uh, was to first describe without emotion or with colored words what that's happened. Right. That's right. That's that's. That's the observation. That's the first yeah. Thing. That that's that was really an important step for me because yeah. I'm one of those that goes right to a solution. <laughs> and if I'm not on sugar, I do it nicely. And if I am on, I'm you know pretty yeah. blunt. But but if I can, and then I had one happen to me. When you do that, they don't know what it was that triggered that reaction. That's and right. oftentimes, I realized when I started using your practice, is I guessed wrong. Yeah. I, what what it was that that person needed. They hadn't because they'd just given me stop doing that or I need this. They hadn't told me what it was that triggered it. And once they told me that, what was going then, it just flowed because the natural desire I think in us is to be loving. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't go to have to be defensive first, is that what you experience? But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Not to be defensive. Not to have to explain, but to be more uh, interested in connecting. And I guess when you use what Mary was talking about, that observation mode, you have to use as uh, non-biased language as possible. Exactly. You, and it's, this is and that's difficult. hard, isn't that? Sometimes. Oh, oh, Jim, I'm telling you, we are all so beautifully trained to interpret what is happening in order to show that we understand. I can see the beauty of that. Wanting to show, I don't want to be blunt. I have an understanding uh, for what's going on in you. 
So we start to offer interpretations of what we're seeing instead of just saying, when I see you doing whatever you're doing, or when I hear words like the one you were just using, then I... And, and then people know what I'm referring to. So it's uh, maybe that's kind of a, to go back to elementary school where we're dia- uh, diagramming sentences, that phrase, when you or when I see da-da-da-da, yeah. then da-da-da, sort of a conditional phrase, I guess, back yeah, from, from that's grammar right. school. It has a connection. Mm-hmm. It's the stimulus for my feelings. Right. And, so, and that can generally be said very declaratively, when I witness you doing this, when I see this, when yeah. I... And or then when I remember you, you know, if something in the past, mm-hmm. like yesterday, I mean, I, I really suggest to people to say, when I remember you saying, or I remember ah. you doing, because we, we cannot say for 100% that this is correct what I'm saying. That's a, that's a very clever uh, refinement on that. I like that, because then that opens up the world to the fact that hey, this is my memory, and most people recognize that memory is subject to interpretation. Right. So when I remember you yeah. saying you're That's dumb right. earlier yeah. today, then, you know, and then it opens up. But does that then enable the person who you're talking to to say, no, 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 you misremember? Well, uh, what most people, when the word that has triggered, uh, he, when people hear the word that has triggered us, I have my experiences that people say that's not what I meant to say, uh-huh. or that some people say flatly this is not what I was saying, yeah. because they don't like it now, hearing it back. They don't like it now. Right. So that's how I'm we. I'm guilty of that. Yeah, they feel guilty and come out of that. That's not what I said. I said, and then it comes what they really. It's easier to now detect the 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 need in the second attempt to say what what they wanted to say. Mm. However, if I'm having the space to say to the other person, you know, this word really triggered something. I came in touch with a deep need of mine. I'd like to be able to um, get to the core of things without judgment, but just with saying with respect. Mm-hmm. You know, that if I get an opportunity to finish my sentence, I have an opportunity to tell the person where I'm coming from a place of respect, a place of wanting to be um, uh, understanding, for example, or leaving other per- people a space to express themselves. Okay, so that's kind of the first part of this whole nonviolent communications. What's the next step? The next step is that we express how we're feeling, how we feel about this trigger. And let me go very quickly from the feeling to the next step. The next, the feeling comes from the unmet need it's many many people believe that I'm triggered and my feelings come from this trigger and that's not the connection the connection is that I have strong feelings triggered by another person stimulated by another person but the feelings have a strength because my need hasn't been fulfilled and that is very subtle for many people to understand. And I don't know whether our listeners will be able to follow here. So you, Jim, tell me, can you say it in your words, what you just heard me say? <laughs> sure. Well, what, what, I, what, I'm, what I'm touched by and what, what, what's very intriguing is the, the concept of the triggers. And yeah. so people are responding to 
what they think is the feeling, but what you're saying is that it's a deeper trigger, something that yeah. exists in their subconscious even before the communications begins. Or I would say a deeper uh, cause. Now, the, that R- Rosenberg makes a very clear differentiation between what stimulates us and triggers us and what the cause is that we're being triggered. So the trigger is... And they're not usually the same thing. No. And, but it's very easy to confuse those. That's what we have learned. We, we, we don't even have the awareness that there is something outside of us that stimulates or triggers us and that that connection with what is in us is the cause. Well, this is kind of unusual. I I know that as we've talked, you know, in the past about how nonviolent communications works, and I've attended your workshop, but I don't recall us ever getting to this level of it. Is this is this sort of a a new piece that that you that you're working with? No, Jimmy, it isn't. No, but you (laughs) see, I'm just learning more. The more you get, it's one of these things. The deeper you get into it, the more you appreciate it. Listen, I would like you to hear from me. Thirty-six times I have translated Marshall Rosenberg in Switzerland and Germany. Yeah. Each time I had a sense I never heard this before. <laughs> 36 times. And, and you're the expert. Wow. I mean, it's really amazing when we get used to something then it's like another another peel of the onion can be taken off. Mhm until we come to the core. And I would really like to say that the core of this compassionate, it's also called compassionate communication, is the connection with our deep human needs that we have, like consideration, kindness, respect, uh, um, understanding, and to be understood and to understand both needs. And um, many, many needs. We are not used to think in terms of needs when we communicate. We are used to speak in terms of solution and how can we fix it. Krista, we got to take a break, but when we come back, I want to kind of finish the last steps of the of the process yep. and then find out about this workshop that you're going to be doing at Thank Unity. You. This is Conversations with Friends. Mary Omwick and I will be right back. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwick is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's Premier Mortgage Company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. We are speaking with Krista Morf, who is doing a workshop on Friday and Saturday, Compassionate Communication, which, Krista, I guess sounds a lot better, especially here in Maui, than nonviolent communication. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it starts yeah. Friday night. Let's let me let people go, because they are driving, 
and sometimes they tune in and tune out. But it's Friday night, 6 to 9, and then Saturday from 9.30 to 5. And you call the church and pre-register. It's only $45 pre-registered. And uh, But it is important because we do have limited seating, and we would love to make this available. We've had over 200 people go through it at Unity, and I know you've taught it all over the island, and we thank you very much. So oh, back to you and you. Jim. Thank you. Thank you. Is this Mary in the background speaking? In the background? Well, she, she's in the foreground. <laughs> no, i got my new iPod. I'm downloading she, you she, guys right that's now. That's right. Oh, really? <laughs> I, 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 I'm really, I was confused. <laughs> No, she. We're, we're, we we do this together every Tuesday to a worldwide audience now, yeah, thanks to well, podcasting. The, my, my trouble is where I'm living; I can't get it. Oh. All right, so yes, let's go back to um, the, the 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 components right. of this compassionate communication. I talked about the needs, and the last component is the request. Uh, the, what, how we end our conversation. So in my little example about uh, the word dumb that triggered me mm-hmm. and the need for respect that was not met by this word, my request would be, uh, would you be willing to uh, consider another word or find out what really got got on in you when you were using that word dumb? Mm-hmm. That's one way of going. Mm-hmm. And I would request something very specific. This is the learning, mm-hmm. to be specific what I really want. The higher the specificity, the easier it is for the other person to grant what you want. And don't you find that sometimes what they want is just so simple? Yep. It's not not like they really need or want a lot. It's just a small little action on our part. And because I'm saying before what is going on in me, I have in my request no hidden agenda. The agenda is on the table. Mm. My need for respect. Now, it may take a little more than just a request for action. It may sometimes take a request for connection, which is, in our situation, it would be, you know, that wasn't easy for me to say what was going on for me. So I'd really like you to be willing to tell me what you heard me say before you respond to anything else. Is that is that um, I'll call it parroting it back, and that, that probably has more energy to it than I than I want to say. But just is that repetition of it uh, important uh, for the connection? It's sometimes very important, especially when the emotions are high. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, Jane, when people I work with couples, mm-hmm. when the emotions go high, people can almost not hear each other. It it is true. I know. I've been in. Um, discussions with my fiance Molly and uh, and I, I am absolutely amazed when the words that she heard are clearly not the words that I said yeah. um, and so we kind of make up words when there's a lot of energy yeah that's right yeah. now of course I don't do that <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody has any idea what you're talking yeah, about yeah exactly <laughs> I'd really like you to do that as a practice, especially in working relationships and intimate relationships. Yeah. It's, when things are charged, I am so happy when people say, before they go on to the solution, when they just say, would you be willing just to tell me what you ha- heard me say? It's not that I'm doubting 
that you heard me. It's just that it would help me to have a sense of being understood with the content. You don't need to agree. Just just hear me. What if they say it back wrong? Then, then I virtually say thank you. I now see that my intention, what I meant to say, didn't get across. So you don't say, you see, there you go again. I said one thing, and you just, you, you just say <laughs> thank you, because that only makes it, it accelerates it, right? So exactly. You, so you say thank now you. Now I say thank you, because the person has uh, fulfilled my request. She said or he said what I... What they heard. What they heard. Yeah. So now you have an opportunity to say it again based on what you heard. Do you, do you, do you preface it and language it and like say, okay, well, let me make now... Since you're obviously not understanding me, oh, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I'm joking. So yeah, you, yeah. You, you, this is this is where the compassionate part comes in, and you say, "Thank oh, you that's for hearing. Thank yeah. you for hearing me. That was not my intention. That's not my intention. Let me try this again. Let try this. Let me try this again. Yeah. And I would really appreciate it afterwards. You would tell me what you heard me say. So the other person has a little bit of a, a kind of a, a pre-warning okay. <laughs> that this may be. Hey, I should be really paying attention. Yeah, yeah. you know, and and one, what I would just share from what I have learned from it and how it's shifted many of my communication when I stay awake is that this is language and a communication that brings energy that yeah. keeps the relationship in a flow. Yeah. And if you just want to give orders, I mean, if you just want them to do what you want them to do, this isn't where you want to be. But um, if you're really into life-affirming relationships at work with your family, this relationship workshop or compassion communication workshop is foundational i mean it's just like basic you know kids should be taught this by the time they're in kindergarten to how to how to observe how to ask for what they need and do it in a way that doesn't label them and say you make me so mad or you always or all those defensive ways we react and and you know i have to say for me personally krista just to even know what my needs were took some work yeah i could kind of know what i was feeling but the need underneath that yeah. really has taken some work. And you you have some great handouts that not only help people identify with words that are feeling words, but words that are really thinking words that people substitute for feeling words yeah. <laughs> that often are judgmental words. Like, exactly. you know, that just you can just guarantee that we're off and running because they create defensiveness, That's you know. Right. And you give people real words. That, I mean, they can just look at them and, yeah. and retrain. I mean, I have to be retrained. This is not... This is, and I just humble myself. I love this work, and it's, um, it's just so valuable for anybody out there that wants a different kind of relationship in every area of your life. This workshop, Friday, Saturday, will change it, and it'll yeah. give you the keys. But you got to practice. You won't, you know, you got to practice but it. But isn't that true for everything? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's so helpful to see it each way because you know some people can't name their feelings at all. But no. that wasn't my problem. I was almost ashamed to have needs. I was like. To have a need was to be weak, and Mary, uh, Mary and I are the same way. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's and and that and your workshop helps language those things. You okay. are a delightful teacher, Krista Morf. I, I see you teaching at the senior center and all over the island. I think. Yeah, all, all over the islands. I'm going to Oahu every month now. I'm oh wow! I'm really so glad that Oahu is even more may, like, opening up. Yeah. Hawaii is big time going, and so is the big island. Isn't that wonderful? Well, we all want aloha, and, yeah. and I just say we're highly unskilled. We're just yes. unskilled. It's not mean-spirited. It's unskilled. That's exactly true. And this is a chance to learn something that will make a difference at every family gathering you have from now on. <laughs> 
that you know those big button pushers it'll also let you work with your colleagues in a way Um, we've changed I think the culture at Unity Church and a lot of it is because of what you've taught we thank you and the great work of um, Marshall Rosenberg and the, the what is the book that they would go and get now I would like them to get speak peace in a world yes. what, what, in a world of conflict mm. yes that's a very very easy to read I have that one and I pulled it out because we're in the season for peace and nonviolence yes. Krista and we just bless your work and we bless the Thank work of you. nonviolent communication and that works real well I mean this we've had police officers take this work and they, they use it when they go work with the gangs and kids you know, they need to teach kids nonviolent you know yeah. the kids aren't interested in compassionate <laughs> communication yeah. but the, so I love the fact that you language it it's the same message and God bless you in the work Thank you, thank you, thank you. So call Unity Church and save $5. It's uh, 242-9327 or go online, unityonmaui.org. And uh, Krista Morf, God bless you, and we'll be right back. We're going to hear from some sponsors. But before we do, we want to tell you we meet every Sunday at 10 o'clock at the uh, beautiful Seventh-day Adventist Church in Kahului. That's our temporary home. Um, on the intersection of Wakea and Punene. We outgrew our, our little place on High Street. We welcome you all. Silence at 9.30, meditation. We have classes every day of the week. If you want a catalog of our classes that range from poetry to tai chi and movement to prayer to prosperity to uh, Hawaiiana, this week we start uh, on the first Thursday of every month. We have one of Maui's premier teachers, Leaho Ryder and May Dean, Iao, the uh, co-founders of Hunua Ola, the um, wonderful work. They're going to be teaching Hawaiiana 101. Really? That's yeah, great. every Thursday. This is the first time. We don't have much notice because they were uh, coming to take it, but we're so thrilled. And that's uh, at Unity Church of Maui. So there's uh, something exciting happened every single night of the work. Uh, Wednesday night at 645, we're teaching how to meditate, mm-hmm. centering prayer, which is a technique from the Christian mystic tradition, mm-hmm. very easy for Western minds mm-hmm. that want to quiet down. Uh, much easier for many people than Vipassana, the breath, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, you know, one of the great insight meditations. But uh, centering meditation is so effective and so simple to learn. So for anyone who wants to come on Wednesday night for mm-hmm. that, Thursday night for Hawaiiana, mm-hmm. and Friday, Saturday, and then this this Sunday, a fabulous teacher, we'll be talking to her in a few minutes, Jody Stevenson. Her book is Doorway to Your Destiny, and boy, is this a keeper, her book. It, it tells you how to tune into your destiny and live in the divine flow of sacred liveness and service. So we'll hear from our sponsors and be right back with Jody Stevens. Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwick is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. There's a reason that Hawaii's premier mortgage company has successfully completed over $2 billion in loans for the people of Maui. With over 20 years of experience and a 99% loan completion rate, Trisha Morris and Premier Mortgage have earned the trust of thousands of Maui homeowners. Where mortgages are concerned, don't leave anything to chance. Go with number one. Call Trisha Morris and her team of magicians today. 874-8800. That's 874-8800 for Hawaii's premier mortgage company. And now, back to Conversations with Friends. We are back on the air. We've had a wonderful uh, conversation with Krista Morf. And uh, 
I want to let you know that I was just in Los Angeles for four days. I was at an event that was uh, put together by Mark Victor Hansen on mega book marketing. And what was so interesting about it is you're seeing all these authors who are coming out who are finding new ways to get the message of their, of their inspirational books out to the marketplace. Uh, did you realize, Mary, that The Secret Now uh, had an additional 2 million printing and now they're at uh, 3.75 million, that book? And that's just, it was really, you know, just uh, just a derivative product. Is, is, they is just the publisher. Re, uh, Jim, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Excuse me. Uh, they just uh, did another program for Larry King yesterday. They Monday. taped another one. Wow. Another one in LA. Uh, Michael Beckwith, of course, he's the president of the Association for Global New Thought, yeah. the organization I serve on that we started 10 years ago, which is the conveners of the Gandhi King Season for Peace and Nonviolence and the Dalai Lama Synthesis Projects yeah. and the now our to peace initiative in the Middle East. So he's he was the last interviewer on Secret. They went in, they did it in less than two hours, and he's the one carrying the message. And Oprah's going to make him a regular. I think so. I mean, yeah, it was you just you could see the attraction that that, that he and Oprah had in the in a couple of shows that they did together. Well, Oprah's lived this. I mean, people mm-hmm. don't. She comes out of New Thought, out of uh, a Unity Church in Chicago, and and she's with Gary Zukov's mm-hmm. The Seat of the Soul about. Mm-hmm. 10 or 12 years ago, totally came up with her path deeper, mm-hmm. deeper, totally committed to empowering and enriching and inspiring people to live their best life and does her inner work. Mm-hmm. And it really shows. And, you know, I've, we've always said for about 10 years, she's probably the New Thought Unity's best minister. And I'm not putting her in a denomination, right. but New Thought. Uh, because she lives the principles right. and teaches them, and now she's coming out of the closet, so to speak. She well, a few <laughs> years ago, she did a segment called "Remembering Your Spirit," and uh, she loved it, and it was her passion. But they ended up uh, they stopped doing it because she got such negative such feedback. Negative. It was, you know, and she now just the time, too early. and uh, she's peaked exactly, and, and so now it's time. more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And in this room uh, this weekend in L.A., there were 650 people from all over the world who came. Mm-hmm. And uh, people like Jack Canfield were there, who was also in The Secret. And uh, Jack asked, how many people here have seen The Secret? And out of 650 people, I would say 600 raised their hands. And, of course, this is a group of, of, of conscious authors who are out there trying to expose you know, the message to the world. And what was so great is to see all these people you know, saying, yes, I've seen it and I was impacted by it. And they want to go out and share it with, with, their, with their people. So it's powerful. It's a secret, just one of the pieces. Because what you give is what you receive. It's actually a bigger secret. Mm-hmm. If you're one with God, it's a bigger mm-hmm. secret. So, but it's a key. Mm-hmm. It's just a key. And I really love the second Oprah show because they really developed that awareness. Jody is actually on the line with us right now. Jody Stevenson? Jody, are you, Jody, are you there? I am. Hi, it's Jim Jacobson and Mary Omwake. Hi, Jim and Mary. And we've got your book, Doorway to Your Destiny. You're going to be here on Sunday doing a workshop at High Street in Unity. I am. We're excited. We're excited. So, Are you I'm in so Oregon excited. right now? Pardon me? Are you calling from Oregon? Uh, yes. I'm, I'm sitting in Oregon, sunny Oregon today. Not that sunny. Yeah. Yeah. How is, <laughs> so, you know, it's a fascinating book. Mary's had a chance to read it and, and, and loves it, and I know you're going to be talking about it, but when you meet people who have not been exposed to it, how do you describe your book? What's the message? Well, I describe my book as a tool for discovering what you really want to do in your life and, um, and to get focused and the tools for getting focused. 
And, you know, destiny is really about what happens between right now and the moment in time we take our last breath. It's really between now and the future. Mm. And um, there's lots of tools in the book in order to help people do that. Well, you've got so many great quotes in here, but I love this one, Eckhart Tolle, because he's one of my favorites right now. You are here to enable the divine purpose to unfold. That's how important you are. I know. How would you explain that? You know, I think that when we realize that we are a soul first, human being second, that at a deep soul level we are here by divine appointment, and we have a very important purpose for being here. Mm. And when we fully tap into that, I think life becomes easier and easier. Well, that was one of the big ahas from The Secret. We were just talking about, Jody before uh, we came on the air with you, trying to get you, locate you on the yeah, phone, yeah. is um, one of the awarenesses, and, and the Apostle Paul said it, we live, move, and have our being in God. But when you know, they just rephrased it and said, we're an energy field that exists within the great energy field of God. Yes. And so we're, we are always alive and always in that and always sourced by it. Mm-hmm. And so to bring that into form, you have some steps that people can do. And mm-hmm. I have to say, I love these, the eight noble truths of success. Fun. Do you, do you want to jump into that or do you want to tell us a little bit more about your destiny first? Because I love them. Well, I, you know, I, I actually would love to do both. Okay. Um, I think that when we realize that we are individualized expressions of God, again, our life has a, a deeper meaning and a deeper purpose. And, and that really is what The Secret talks about, too, as well as focusing on what you want in life because of the law of attraction. So my, my first noble truth is soul first, human being second. And when we realize that at the soul level we have all the answers, any questions that we may need, um, when any situation, of course, life shows up sometimes in tough ways, that when we tap into the soul part of us, we can almost relax through the human experience and not take life quite so seriously. So that's sort of the, the corollary of we're spiritual beings having a human existence. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. The, what's your second noble truth? The second one is life is a continuum and the soul's journey is eternal. You know, I think sometimes when we have, when we're in the middle of a tough human experience, we think that's it. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, we're going to be here forever and, you know, life is terrible. But it really isn't. And we, we can give ourselves more space um, and to realize that we that life is a continuum and it is constantly unfolding. And I love, I'm always reminded what Einstein said, you know, focus on the solution and not the problem. Mm-hmm. And life is going you can't to... Because fi- you can't find the answer to the problem at the same level you of can't. thinking that it was created. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a universal truth. Mm-hmm. So um, life, the, the life's journey is, um, is, is a continuum... Paramahansa Yogananda is one of my favorite teachers. Um, he said that what keeps us coming back and to, like to planet Earth is our, our desires. And so, you know, if I, when my soul leaves my body, if, gosh, all of a sudden, you know, I, I hadn't fulfilled my dream of having a shocking pink Cadillac, then I'd have to come back. I don't think they have them in the spirit world. You never know. You never know. Yeah. Mary Kay is still That's alive true. and well in Texas. There I'm she sure. is. That's right. That's <laughs> There'll right. be one soon. <laughs> I have this great vision of uh, Cadillacs floating around. But um, hybrid Cadillacs, yeah, beautiful ones. <laughs> right. Right. 
Right. Good boy, Jim. <laughs> we're, we're working on the environment here. Healthy ones. Yeah. Healthy ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, life is a constant unfoldment of events. And, you know, it just is that. I'm so glad you brought that up, Jody, because uh, I, my mother is very ill, and it's dementia, eight years. Mm. and it, um, So right in the middle of everything in my life being flow and grace and beautiful and, and magnificent and every aspect of my life cooking, you know, wonderfully shining, right? Uh, there was this call that my right. mother needed me. Mm-hmm. And right in the midst of that, my body just decided it needed a break. And I, I got some kind of food poisoning, was down for more time than I've been down, right in oh the my. middle of this, right in the middle of, you know, months and months of presence. And mm. jo- and as I just laid there and could just sleep, and I realized that was grace, too. That mm-hmm. was just a timeout. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. what it meant, but mm-hmm. just staying present. And then mm-hmm. just like spring, where a flower comes back and, and a dead piece of wood suddenly bursts forth with green, all of a sudden, I woke up Sunday after 11 days of totally just hardly wow. being able, and life was back. Wow. And it was the most, and I thought, wow, that that awareness, uh, that doing nothing, life moves. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, it was just a gift to, mm-hmm. to notice that and to come back into the church and everything's cooking and bubbling <laughs> oh, and everything was so fabulous. And I was, great. It was just, and I thought, wow. Yeah. And whatever the universe yeah. was doing with me, uh well, you know, my, my my favorite quote, and, you know, as ministers, we, of course, collect quotes. And uh, my favorite quote is a Spanish proverb that says, how beautiful it is to do nothing and then rest afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> like that. Great? How there beautiful it is to do nothing and then rest afterwards. And then rest afterwards. And Sometimes the universe the f- says, you're now going to rest yes. after doing nothing for 11 days. <laughs> and mine is from the Tao, doing nothing, everything gets done. Oh, see, I course. love that doing okay. nothing. Yeah, and, and spirit was just showing me. Oh, you thought you were so important. I know. <laughs> <laughs> your mother's still alive. The church is flourishing, and now your body's up again. You know, so, oh, yay, that is so little, good. Little humility helps. But I love your next one. Choice is better than no choice. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is. I'm so glad you love it because my um, my coach and my um, editor did not want me to put that in, and I said I have to. I have to. Because when people realize that they have choice in life, every decision they're making is theirs, and they are responsible for the quality of their own life, then it moves them out of victim mentality. Mm. Now, why would you... Uh, I'm, I'm fascinated. Why would they why pull the that out? Why the editor say, eh? Um, you know, I'm not sure, but, ooh, boy, we had, we had many philosophical debates about that. Mm-hmm. She, didn't, she didn't think it was grammatically correct. Oh. And I said, well, it really doesn't need to be. You know, I found if you just, um, it's like sometimes we get catastrophic thinking. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm faced with chemotherapy or death. Or I'm thinking, you know, I'm faced with, it looks like two outcomes or neither Mm -hmm. one looks good. But if you just find that little bit of choice, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be, okay, and now I go to the ball and everything's perfect. Just that little bit of I can choose to make the call or not. I can choose to eat that food or not. I can Mm -hmm. choose to bless this Mm -hmm. person or not. Just the window of choice opens Mm -hmm. enough room for the Holy Spirit to say, okay, I'm back. (laughs) Okay, now I can show you some. But it's when you you don't feel you have options boy mm. and i can hear people talk themselves out and there's 1400 million options right. it's, it's just they, they're focused on again back with that yep. the catastrophic yep. terribleness just knowing you mm-hmm. could do something mm-hmm. today yeah and and to give people 
back their choice, to remind them that they have mm-hmm. choice. I mean, sovereignty is, mm. is there a greater gift than sovereignty? Mm. I don't think so. We all have it. It's just claiming it, isn't it? And, it is and, claiming and, 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 But it's also a responsibility because then we have to say, wow, this is the life I'm creating. I'm responsible for this. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, hopefully, there's a, yeah, cool, but mm-hmm. sometimes there's not. I know there have been times in my life where I've gone, hmm. Well, the grace of that is, um, you've got to go back to that big one about the continuum and your internal. I always tell them, you know, we all had a bad day in kindergarten. Right. And we're not stuck there. But it really seemed traumatic when our mother left us or that bully, or we didn't get chosen for the team. And I looked down and I was wearing slippers. Oh my God! How did you bear it that day? Yeah. So. Oh, you know, so those those past, but boy, we just feel like it's the the end all, end all. Yes, and if we understand we're eternal, our soul is learning, mm-hmm. and and yeah, you missed that one. And and it's like you know, I, I think planet Earth really is a school. Absolutely. And, and it's a place for us to learn to embrace love in all situations. And Sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's not. Sometimes we're brilliant and sometimes we're not. You wouldn't go to school. Would any of us send our children to school if they already knew how to read and write and think? And pro- No, you send. You I go know. to school to learn. And this is God's school. Yep. To say it as clearly as I can. This is God's school. Mm-hmm. And this is where you learn how thoughts create. This is how you learn how what you send out comes back to you. Right. And right. and the vibrations and so you know we're we're dangerous until we learn that because mm-hmm. we have so much force and power right but well, until I, we understand those laws boy. oh I know it and and that's what I so love about the New Thought movement and you know unity and religious science and mm-hmm. the agape church you know the wonderful the secret it's all about recognizing that we do have choice let's mm. touch on uh, let's touch on the rest of these number four is know the what and trust the how uh huh. You know, um, when we are talking about destiny, we're talking about five, what I call five spotlights. And we're only thinking, even though we're thinking between 40 and 60,000 thoughts in a given day, according to quantum physics, but we're only thinking about one of those five, health, relationships, finances, partnership, and purpose. When we know what we want in each of those areas, and I mean really clear, clearly defined, movie in our mind, working on our ability and our receptivity for receiving, we don't have to figure it out. It is a guarantee in the universe. The guaranteed universe is so creative. And every t- all I have to do is, is get very clear in my mind, and then I let go. And it is so much fun to watch how spirit shows up. Yeah. Spirit has a really good way of making things work out. You just have to say what the destination is. Yes, it now, really is. I yeah. want to interrupt just for a minute to let people know that you have a workshop this Sunday. I do. At High Street. Mm-hmm. And it's just an opportunity for people to come in and get fired up about their life. You know, there's so many. If you watch The Secret, it still takes implementing it. Mm-hmm. It's still, and there's nothing more powerful than to spend a few hours with other activated, alive people who are focused on living their best life yet and that you would come to Maui and share this. We're just thrilled. I am so excited. I am so excited. And it's just, first of all, to be in Maui. I've never been. Oh, and we got the whales. I, I mean, know. It's so cool. But it's at one thirty, so you have time to come to church in the morning, mm-hmm. have a nice lunch. And uh, while you're here, we'll make sure you get a good whale watch. Because, oh, uh, yes, I'm definitely going to do the that. The whales have never been as active. <laughs> we growling. saw, I on Thursday, uh, Saturday night, I went out to see if I was going to be able to be among people. <laughs> I went out alone, and only 12 people on the boat, and a catamaran with my music. Aww. And seven 
Jim, seven male humpbacks, well, maybe female, yeah. but they were they were doing this what they call competition thing up and down headbutting oh. coming out of the water <laughs> going under the water oh. moving around of course babies everywhere yeah. there were so oh. many whales like a circus it was like oh. a I think there are more than in past years it's, I mean, a few weeks oh. ago uh, when you were out of town we did the unity whale yes uh, they're uh, everywhere and it, was, it was just incredible it's so exciting we're going out Tuesday well oh, you are going to have, have the best time. experience we'll make sure you know all the great places to oh, eat and all it. the great groovy people on Maui and I'm so but the We're workshop excited. is one thirty. It's only thirty dollars prepaid. So you call the church six four nine two seven nine zero two four two. I've given out the wrong <laughs> this number. Is, I think a can, that's a Kansas number. Or something it like is. That. That okay, is so my if, old you, if you happen to be in Kansas, yeah. but if you're in Maui, try two four two nine three two seven. That's two four two nine three two seven. Or go online unityonmaui.org and register. Uh, we'd love to have you there one thirty to four thirty, and you'll go over it. But um, because I'm really uh, excited about people learning to live the best life and live fully. Mm-hmm. And, and you've got one, your soul vows, values ignite passion and purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do an exercise, and I'll do it on Sunday. I do an exercise that helps people really discover the blueprint of their soul. Mm. And it is such a fun... I have done this exercise all across America into Europe, and I've and I've done it. Oh, I don't know. It seems like thousands of times right now, and I've never seen the same list twice. Mm. So to discover what your soul values are, and we do a whole process around that, um, gives a person a, a deeper sense of courage, if you will, mm. to say, you know what, this is this is the focus that I want to go towards. This is what I want. This is my purpose, and then. As long as we're moving towards that, the universe is always going to support us. I, I think of all my, the exercises that I love. This is probably my favorite because of the kind of the dramatic effects that it and influence it can have on people's now, lives. Now, is your book available online? Can they get Doorway to Your Destiny? Is that available? Um, I am going to be bringing some copies. Um, okay. We're in the process of setting it up with Amazon right okay, now. Okay, great. Because and getting we... it out in the bookstores. But right now, it's really through me. Okay, and is that exercise in your book? It is. All right. Although, to do it in person oh, is of course. much, of course. much better. Well, if you come to Unity Church, we'll have them for sale, Doorway to Your Destiny. And in a, a short period of time, it, you can go on unityonmaui.org and hit da- Amazon mm-hmm. and yep. order any book. We invite everybody to do that. Jody, just tell us one more about um, balance is the key to bliss. The balance is very important to me. I, and, you know, so many people are, are really out of balance. And um, the, the best way for me to describe balance is um, using a Sanskrit word, which is the oldest language on the planet. And it's Sama, S-A-M-A. In fact, it's my license plate. I love this word so Sama. much. And Sama is a Sanskrit word that literally means balance. And what it, it's defined as the center point between ease and effort. Mm. So when we're out in the world and we're efforting all day long, you know, people, when I talk to people about balance, I'll go, oh, I'm trying to find, you know, a way to do my family, my work, my, my own life, my exercise, my eating, my, you know, my sleeping. How do I do it all? Mm-hmm. But it's really not about efforting more. It's about, again, going back to doing nothing, watching the whales, watching the clouds go by, going inside, doing deep meditation. And that is one reason that I, I really focus on balance and um, help people 
learn how to meditate and to breathe correctly. This is Jody Stevens. Jody, thank you so much. We are just about out of time here on Conversations with Friends, but we do want to invite you to Sunday morning services in Kahului at the Seventh-day Adventist Church, 10 a.m., awesome music just awesome message and then in the workshop on sunday jody stevenson and thank, thank you so much for being with us today and we'll see you in maui have a well, great trip thank you i am so looking forward to meeting you all we will look forward to it we also uh want to take a minute because we want to acknowledge one of our sponsors real estate maui style mm-hmm. and uh their wonderful editor myrna stone but uh, what a great magazine it that is. It is such a fantastic magazine. We, we talk about it every week, and, and it really is amazing because this is the type of publication that if you live on Maui, you want to owe it to yourself just to pick up and read because they're great articles, great pictures, great content, and not only do you get a good sense of the overall flavor of what's happening in the real estate scene here in Maui, but you can find out more about uh, the people in the in the know, what's happening. And so pick up a copy of Real Estate Maui Style. It's available outside on those stands, outside drugstores and grocery stores all over. And thanks to Myrna Stone and Real Estate Maui Style for helping to bring this show to you. And thank you, Jim, for uh, being the best co-host in the business. Oh, well, I love doing it. I know that we have a lot of people who say, you two just sound so much in love with each other. And we it's, are it's true. deeply we are. in love. And, and as we all want to live breath by breath all the time, it's just so great. We send oceans of love and aloha. We have the ability, Jim, if we could just stay awake enough in this now moment to be overflowed with gratitude, to have a human birth. And to have it and even have a vision of something as beautiful as Maui. And then to carry that beauty. Because one of the attributes of God is definitely beauty. Mm. You know, and what Michael Beck was saying when he had his big, big spiritual awakening, it was love beauty that awakened him. Love beauty always, especially here in Maui. We'll see you next Tuesday. Aloha. Aloha.